Hello, Grano. It's all going on. Nothing stands still for long in the medical world. It's very sad to hear recently that Peter Duffy, our well-liked and respected consultant urologist, in other words, a specialist in the waterworks department, and I don't mean located near Ramsey, he just left us as a consultant at Nobles Hospital after several years, initially almost a like-for-like replacement for Steve Upstill, who then retired and with Mr. Sainithic now holding the fort. Peter Duffy is nothing if not a man of principle. If you care to read his book, Whistle in the Wind, the final page is being penned in 2019 and uh, written in Peel. A tale of what happens if you dare to whistleblow in today's NHS. Not locally, but across the pond. This is the man who we found reading to patients, likely dying from Covid in, in Nobles Hospital in those early days, given his family were living across in England. Now, We've had some recall of events from the avuncular former Chief Fire Officer, Godfrey Kane, recently. If you listen to Manx Radio, as we look back on that fateful day in early August 1973. Looking at Godfrey now, his gentle demeanour shining through. How do folk get through that? How do they go on their lives after having to deal with that sort of event? As a GP, the human psyche, after all these years of interacting with it every day, still amazes me. PTSD, as we now term it, I suppose initially getting some traction after the Vietnam War. Wherein prior to this, men who were shell-shocked, declined to serve or even running away, were previously and simply seen as cowardly, and dealt with accordingly, often very harshly. That would be an understatement. Post-traumatic stress disorder comprises three main elements. The first, typically of course, is, uh, well, anxiety. Recall of such events, so-called flashbacks, often at completely unexpected times. Increased anxiety levels generally, and avoidance behaviour patterns. A protective element, of course. The passing of the years, if the issue is not processed or dealt with, may simply freeze it, freeze PTSD in some individuals. Many of us may know of now some very old men who, for example, have seen active service in war zones, perhaps being a, a prisoner of war themselves in a, in a Japanese camp or being at Dunkirk. Some never ever relive their experience except through tears if pushed. Nowadays, so-called first responders are obviously prone to exposure to such trauma. Personally, I have witnessed some truly horrific scenes, some very distressing traumatic endings. Even baby deliveries, I can recall, when the GP service used to run the Jane Crookle. You never forget, however, you simply endure, you evolve, and you try to make some sense of what has occurred. School's out, so it must be raining. Lots of summer bugs, though, are moving around at the moment, be they strep throats, tummy bugs, and there is a concern of a potential later in the year, anyway, measles outbreak, given the post-COVID drop in MMR vaccination rates. If you don't hit around about 90% plus for the MMR, we could be in trouble. I mean, way below that. It's that second measles jab that is really crucial here. If you're not sure about it, you can have it any time, honestly, as an adult even. Check with the GP practice. It's all on your records there. We usually give two, one at just about a year old, the other preschool. 
Be careful, though, what you wish for, as the UK is running short of so-called GLP-1 injections, the obesity or fat jab, as it's been termed. Results? Diabetes patients are having to go without, as the obesity clinics, often private, (laughs) have been using up available stocks, given the licence change several months ago. So, the good old MHRA, the Medical and Healthcare Regulation Agency, as this, this very week, issued this warning. Stocks are very limited. Now, the United Nations are now saying that HIV AIDS is a winnable fight. As we see levels of this disease plummet in southern and east Africa, down by some 57% since 2010. And finally, this nugget which got my cogs whirring. Isometric exercise, isometric standing still exercise, is very good or even best for lowering blood pressure. Hmm. The British Journal of Sports Medicine reported results of so-called pool data. There's lots of small research studies sort of collated together, indicating that well, isometric exercise, e.g. wall sits or the good old plank, are best for lowering blood pressure. Wow, I thought. Doesn't make sense. And then it goes on to ruin it all by saying, oh, yeah, yeah, aerobic exercise, weights, high-intensity, interval training, yeah, but also very effective. Mm. What a weird study, then. But I keep moving, keep lowering your blood pressure. Bit obvious, then, but perhaps it was the static exercise bit they really meant to flag up. In other words, don't move, and it lowers anyway. Ooh. So I think I'm just going to do that. I'm just going to go off to pretend to be what I am. A plank. Until next week, cheerio.